This time each and every Friday morning, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Uden. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Kiseitzei. Kiseitzei has the distinction of containing the most mitzvos in any parsha. It contains, according to the Chinuch, no less than 74 mitzvos, 27 positive mitzvos, and 47 restrictions. Among the different mitzvos that you have in Parshas Kiseitze is the mitzvah of burial. And please note, as Rav Hirsch does, the Torah does not say that if and when a Jew dies, bury him. The Torah speaks about a criminal and says that God forbid if a criminal needs to be hung, which is such a rare occurrence to begin with. But even him, Los Solin Nivlaso Al Ha'etz, his body is not to stay hanging on the gallows overnight, but rather, ki kavor sikborenu bayom hahu. You are to bury him on that very day. Kalvachomer, all the more so, a regular citizen is to be given that honor and dignity. You have the mitzvah of Hashavas Aveda. We don't say in Judaism, finders, keepers, loses weepers, you have to, under many circumstances, try to find out who the owner is and return the lost object. You have the mitzvah of that should a marriage need to be terminated, it is terminated only with a written, writ known as a get. You have the mitzvah of Yibum and Chalitza, the Levrite marriage and the alternative thereof. The Pasha concludes with the Zachor to remember that which Amalek did to the Jewish people. They're attacking the Jewish people. And really, if one did not have the opportunity to come to the synagogue on the Shabbos before Purim and hear the special reading of Parsha Zachar, then by all means, when you go to the Shul the Shabbos, keep in mind that this could be your fulfillment of that biblical mitzvah. I'd like to focus on the very first mitzvah contained in this week's Parsha, a rather challenging one, namely that of the Afas Toar. The Torah tells us that when a Jew, if he should go to war, and there among the captives in the war, what does he find? An especially attractive woman. So you and I would have said, knowing the nature of the Torah, that you want her, you desire her, as the Torah says, I would have thought the Torah would say, forgive me, but you're not to take her. Here the Torah says, if you desire her, the Torah provides the means where where you can take her as a wife. Now, 
clearly Rashi records the teaching of the Gemara in Kedushin, page 21b, that Lodibra Torah Elo Keneged Yetzer Hora. This teaching is clearly speaking in response to the evil inclination in man. And Rashi continues that God knows the nature of man. If God would not permit this woman to this soldier, He would marry her and take her anyway in violation of Torah law. And therefore, the Torah works with the soldier to literally put her into a state of 30 days whereby her attractiveness is going to wane and the Torah hopefully realizes that during this period of 30 days the soldier will come to his senses and realize that the physical attraction is only so far and that there's a much bigger picture to satisfaction and meaning in life and hopefully he's going to change his mind about his desire for her. But the very interesting point is this, my friends, is literally the only exception to the rule. What does that mean? The Torah itself builds in this exception. You want her? The Torah says, okay, you can have her under these conditions. Now, let's understand the following. You make a reservation for a kosher restaurant. It's a very important meeting that you have with a client. And when you come to the restaurant, you give your name and you say you've made a reservation. They look and they say, we're so sorry, there is no reservation. You try again, yes, I called, ta 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 no, there is no reservation. You can't make a scene, you're so frustrated, it's such an important business meeting, and this meeting in the restaurant was so crucial for the deal. So what does the Torah say? No problem. You wanted to go to the kosher restaurant, and now that you can't go to the kosher restaurant, go around the, no, you're not going to go around the corner to the non-kosher restaurant. And if you can't get a job, as it was in yesterday, year so difficult in order to enable you to keep Shabbat, so you can't get it, so take the nut, no work on Shabbos, no we see from this very first paragraph in Parshas Kiseitze a very important lesson here the Torah makes the exception, in all other areas of Torah law, the Torah is teaching us four very powerful words you can do it. Just that. There is nothing in the Torah that is really too difficult for you to do. And this is such an important perspective as to how we should look upon Torah. Rav Moshe Feinstein, Zechazadik Levracha, writes that so sad, 80, 90 years ago, when there were the sweatshops, and there were the very difficult instances where Jews had to go from job to job, because if you weren't going to come to work on Saturday, 
don't come back to work on Monday. And so very often the father would be out of work. And how would he either or begin the meal or right before the Kiddush on Friday night, what would he say? Oy vishver, says How difficult it is to be a Jew. And what happened? Too often the children would hear this and absorb it. And they say to themselves, my father, he has this, quote, superhuman strength. But I can't do this. It's not for me. And so because the father gave the impression that Torah was difficult, it was not properly transmitted and passed down to the next generation. And we say just the opposite. That beautiful line, Literally, the ways of Torah are pleasant. And therefore, as a result of that, the Gemara says in Sukkah, page Lamid Beis, when the Gemara is talking about how and what exactly is the definition of the Lulav, Kapos Tamarim. So the Gemara suggests that perhaps it is the species called Kufra. And the Gemara says, oh no, it can't be. And do you want to know why? And the Gemara quotes this Pasuk, because the Rachel Darachei Noam, the ways of Torah are pleasant. And its pathways are peace. And because this particular palm shoot has thorny and prickly projections, it would make it painful and unpleasant to hold. And this can't be the branch that the Torah told us to take because the ways of Torah are pleasant. This is such a powerful perspective. If we have so many mitzvot in this week's parsha, the Torah is giving us an approach with the first mitzvah to all the mitzvot in the Torah. And that is that they are not just doable, but they are pleasant. And I call your attention to an interesting verse in the book of Yeshaya, Isaiah, chapter 43, Pasuk 22. And what does the Pasuk say? God is rebuking the people. The low O.C. Karaso Yaakov, literally, you did not call out to me, O Jacob, Kiyogata be Yisrael, for you grew weary of me, O Israel. So the literal interpretation is, you were tired of your religion and you wanted to look elsewhere for meaning, purpose in life. Says the Dubna Magid, a more interesting powerful understanding of this verse, not only in its literal sense, is the following. How can you use a barometer as to whether or not you were calling out to me, O Yaakov, meaning that you were actually serving God? You can tell one thing, if it was or was not, as the Pasuk says, ki be. If it was heavy, if it was difficult, then that's not me. If you, me, am I, me rather, this was not me that you were serving, because when you serve God, it is not difficult. 
if you're saying it's too hard, there's something wrong with your understanding and there's something wrong with your practice and implementation of Jewish law. The Dubna Magid gives a simple parable. A traveler leaves his package on the boat and says, please bring it to my hotel. And when the porter brings it, he comes and he says to the uh, traveler, I have brought your package to your other room. The traveler takes one look at the porter and says, sorry, you didn't bring my uh, possessions. What do you mean? Go take a look at the other room. I don't have to look, says the traveler. You are all worn out. You're all perspired. It was so difficult and challenging for you. My package was light. It's insured. I don't have to worry. There are jewels in there. They're not heavy. And that is Torah and mitzvot. It's not heavy. And what may it be compared? It may be compared to perhaps a teenager who can run up and down the ball court playing basketball for hours and never get tired. You take the ball away and say, keep running, in a short time he will get tired. His mom will say, could you please go and do this errand for me? Oh mom, I'm so tired. What he means is not that I'm so tired, but that unfortunately I'm not motivated at the moment to really do this for you. This is the very powerful lesson that the Torah is teaching us. The ways of Torah are pleasant. It's not heavy. It's not difficult. Says the late Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, Zechot Tzadik Levracha. We say this in Psuke de Zimra every single day. In Tilim 147. Hallelujah. Literally, praise God for it is good to make music to our God. And in that paragraph, the words should be familiar to you. Hanosein Sheleg Katsomer. Literally, he gives snow like wool. So the literal understanding is that the color of the snow is like the color of fleece or wool, that white. However, he explains very sharply, Hanosein Sheleg, God gives snow kat summer in accordance with the wool that you have, in accordance with your coats, in accordance with your capacity to be warm and to meet the cold. That's the way God gives the cold. He doesn't give us cold that we cannot endure. He doesn't give us mitzvot that we cannot endure. Says the Ramban on the Akedah that we're going to read on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Hashem Nisot es Avraham. God only tests man with a test that he can pass. And therefore, he only gives us mitzvot that we can do. And all this is contained in the first mitzvah in this week's parsha. 
And I conclude with, every morning the Jew arises, and what does he say? He says, Thank you, Hashem. The everlasting King. That you have given me back my soul, and with graciousness. Now listen carefully. Literally, great is your Emuna, great is your trust in us. God gave us a Torah and says, I trust you. I have faith in you that you can do it. And we should have faith in ourselves and realize if God gave it to us, the first paragraph teaches us, you can do it. Shabbat Shalom to all.